When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. This is the match review. Newcastle defeated 1-0 by Sheffield United down at Bramall Lane. We'll hear from Newcastle United head coach Steve Bruce and our chief sports writer Lee Ryder who was down in South Yorkshire to take in that game. All that to come and more on the Everything Is Black and White podcast. Hello and welcome to the Everything Is Black and White podcast. Andrew Musk for you. Thanks for tuning in. And Newcastle United have been beaten yet again and this time by the Premier League's bottom side, Sheffield United. The Blades hadn't won all season and only picked up their first win of the campaign over the weekend against Bristol Rovers in the FA Cup in a 3-2 victory. And Newcastle came into this game on the back of that defeat to Arsenal where they played all right, but in truth they came in to this game in a horrible run of form. Now eight games in all competitions without a win and the run only gets harder from here. Arsenal next on the horizon, the likes of Leeds, Everton to come. It's not going to get any easier for Steve Bruce. And tonight, it wasn't just a case that Newcastle United lost to Sheffield United. They deservedly lost. And it was only 1-0 at Billy Sharp Pentley in the 74th minute. But Newcastle could have been three or four down by that point. And in truth, even though Ryan Fraser saw a red card just before the interval... They deserved to be at least two goals down probably even before that. They were second best to everything. Sheffield United, whether it was because of that victory over Bristol Rovers, came in this game full of hope and they looked like they wanted it more than Newcastle United. There was questions over how Steve Bruce set up his side. There was a hint, as we'll hear from Lee Ryder in a moment, that Newcastle were going to go out for it. They were going to go for broke. Um, in the end, Newcastle, whatever the plan was, it definitely was not that because they set up with five at the back. They, they sat in and they just invited pressure on from Sheffield United. And in the end, they had Carl Dollar yet again to thank for keeping the score respectable. Before we hear from Lee Ryder, who was down at Bramall Lane to take in that game, we're going to hear from Steve Bruce, who was asked by our chief sports writer whether he still has the answers to Newcastle's problems and if he would walk away from the job. Look, I knew in December... I knew December was going to be a tough month, and soon and January, with the with the run of fixtures we've had. And look, when teams like Arsenal and Chelsea and anybody else in the division, you know, it's the Premier League. It is where it is. So yes, I'm bitterly disappointed that we haven't played well enough, especially in the first half today. And but I'll leave that to other people. You're asking the wrong one. I'll never ever walk away from a challenge, and I think I've been in it. Long enough, long enough to, um, uh, to to have that respect. But I understand that, especially watching the first half, we weren't good enough. And at the end of the day, I take the responsibility for that because I picked the team. And in hindsight, yes, it's a wonderful thing. Um, but then again, um, we've been trying something different because over the last few weeks, um, we've we've struggled going forward. So. That was my thoughts tonight, was to give Ryan, who was, was fresh, and I wanted to see Sean higher up the pitch in a position where he could be a goal threat. And um, unfortunately, it didn't happen. 
Steve Boucher speaking to reporters after the game. And we'll now hear from our chief sports writer, Lee Ryder, who I caught up with after the press conference to get his take on what Steve Boucher had to say and the game that he'd just seen. Here is Lee Ryder from Bromel Lane. Lee, thanks for joining us. In typical fashion, Newcastle United decided that Sheffield United beat their first win of the Premier League season. Just sum up for us what you saw tonight. Yeah, well, I think I ran out with negative words to say in the match report um, in the first line of it. So it was very, it was abysmal, really. Um, you could you could almost scent, scent it on the players that they weren't, they weren't fit for the battle tonight. And... You know, some immaculate defending in the first half from people like Fernandez and Scher and Kieran Clark, but eventually, you know, the dam burst and Sheffield United found a way through. And it was unfortunate that Fernandez was the one who conceded the penalty and he had that horror moment. Um, but the reality is, Sheffield United had other chances to score before and after the penalty. And yeah, it was just pathetic from Newcastle, sadly. That's the only way to sum it up. And Steve Bruce in his press conference, he mentioned that he wanted to change things at half-time, but then Ryan Fraser saw red, um, two yellow cards, and he was sent off just before the half-time whistle. Uh, m- many fans point out, though, that already before that, Newcastle was second best. It looked like um, maybe Sheffield United got the better of them tactically. What did you make of Newcastle's first half-performance before Ryan Fraser got sent off? Well, I think the story even goes back to before the team news come out before um, the message from the dressing room was that came up to the stands was that Newcastle are going to go for it with an attacking formation hence why I said what I said before the game you know I didn't just say it from looking at the team sheet we got a message that Newcastle were going to go strong offensively um, with Wilson back in the team you know the, the main threat of, of a goal scorer and Ryan Fraser on the pitch, who combined with him to score so many goals at Bournemouth. And obviously, um, Sean Longstaff was meant to be playing in an attacking position. So that was a message that came up from the dressing room. And as far as Steve Bruce was concerned, he told them to go out and have a right go at Sheffield United. And that message obviously didn't get across to the players. So they've obviously lost the game. And what did you make of Fraser's red card? I mean, two yellow cards, just just silly, wasn't it? And not the way, you know, he wanted... He obviously he's returned to the side after a bit of injury off, not the way he would have wanted it to go at all. No, two, two yellow cards. And at the end of the day, from his point of view, it's, it's not good enough. It's stupidity. Once you've been, once you've been booked, you know you're going to have to stick cool. And um, he wasn't able to do that. He couldn't keep his his emotions in check before going in at half time, and then two two yellows equals red, and he's off the pitch. And all of a sudden, it's a different game, a different game altogether. So, very poor from him. Um, he's been in and out of the team with injuries um, and problems, and took his time to decide whether to sign for Newcastle in the summer. Potentially waiting for other offers, who knows? Uh, but tonight, in an important game, I think he's. I think he's um, he's got a big explanation to, to give to people after that. Hmm. And you mentioned there that the message you got before kickoff, you know, they were going to go out and attack. What do you think happened then in in between that message and then what you saw in that first half? Because Newcastle were, were practically played it off the park, in many people's opinion, 
before Fraser was uh, sent off? Well, I've seen a lot of managers in my time covering Newcastle United and you know, I must, I'm easily in the double figures in terms of managers who've come and gone and at the end of the day it gets to this stage when things aren't going so well and players start looking for excuses whether they're blaming the manager behind the scenes whether they're blaming this or that but at the end of the day have you got the desire to pull on the shirt and go out and put a performance in <clears throat> and unfortunately that just wasn't there you know I said it was a disgrace and my tweet after the game I think it's had about 5,000 likes I said it was an insult to the badge and I, I don't I don't change my, my opinion on it because when you go in against bottom of the league you should be getting three points. You should at least be showing some passion in the right type of way and and putting a performance out there. And it, it was just non-existent. So, horrible situation to be in. Uh, horrible questions to ask Steve Bruce, but we asked them. We said, are you going to walk away from here? You know, are you, are you going to are you going to give the job to someone else? And um, he said he's going to stay and fight for his job, but we'll, we'll see if there's any reaction at all from, from the powers that be. We asked uh, our followers on Twitter to if they wanted Steve Bruce to leave as head coach to be replaced. Over 3,500 votes, 96% said yes. And obviously that's in the aftermath of a terrible performance. But, I mean, pressure's really on him, isn't it, Lee? I mean, this is it, it, it's been building, and then we've had this terrible result against bottom of the side, Sheffield United, and pressure is really on him. Do you think he's got enough to come out the other, the other side of it? Well, he needed a result and you wouldn't get a better opportunity than to get one here. So you have to um, you have to look at it and say he's had a fair crack at the whip. He's had money to spend and they are 15th in the table. They are not in immediate danger of going down, but if they continue playing like this, they will be. So... At the end of the day, um, from his point of view, I think he's gone through every reason and, you know, arguably every excuse in the book. Um, and sadly, it does feel like it's that sinking feeling at the moment. And, and unless the, you know, we've got Arsenal next in the next game, um, that's one way you can already, feels like it's going to be a home win for Arsenal, then Leeds at home. Where, where do you draw the line? When do you decide that this is not going in the right direction um, for Newcastle United? And Mike Ashley has to think about if I want to sell this club uh, and get the money that I agreed in the summer, 340 million, then I want it to be a Premier League club. So we'll have to wait and see if there's any reaction at all from uh, from up top. Um, yeah, I mean... In his press conference, he was talking about the VAR situation, the penalty. Um, what did you make of that? Did you think it was a penalty? Fernandez penalised for uh, judging to have handled the ball when he was um, one-on-one with Billy Sharp. Did I think it was a penalty? Uh, no, it wasn't a penalty because Billy Sharp was fouling Fernandez. Um the other thing that you have to remember is the Newcastle were down to nine men at that point. They had a substitute ready to come on and the referee, Andy Madley, uh, wouldn't allow him to come on. And Darlow had already tried to stop the game to, to, to let the substitution happen. didn't happen. Um, it wasn't because of the nine men in the end of the day. It was because the referee made a mistake. So 
and there was probably another red card for Sheffield United that should have occurred later in the game but look you can't make any excuses Newcastle didn't trouble the goalkeeper the, the goalkeeper the closest he come to being trouble was by his own defender when he nearly chested it in the net in the, the final minute and that would have been one of the biggest miscarriages of justice of all for Sheffield United had they not won the game so look it was a it was an awful night I've experienced a lot of games like this in, in my time um, I've seen a lot of managers go through the motions and um, this doesn't feel right and whether there is a change at the top we'll have to wait and see but um, you know they can't escape the criticism tonight How was Steve Bruce in his press conference we've mentioned that obviously the question was asked about his future he's talked about VAR um, but what was he like? What was his persona like in the press conference? Did he take responsibility for, for tonight's performance? Yes, he took full responsibility for it. Um, but as I say, I think he he knows that those players, you know, doesn't look like the plane for him. Looked like there was problems when, um, when Fraser walked off the pitch and the bench just almost... <laughs> It was almost like he didn't exist as he walked past. Normally, you would get you know a pat on the back, even though you've been sent off from the coach and stuff. And uh, he got nothing. He just they, they just completely snubbed him, and that that for me suggested that there are big problems in that dressing room with certain players and certain methods that are, are being used behind the scenes. So it's a real, real mess. And finally, because Lee's battery may go any moment. Final question, then Lee. Do you think Mike Ashley will be watching this or he's, he's been told about this performance and something will change? Because a lot of people are saying, you know, Steve Bruce will not be sacked, he won't go. But do you think it's so, at some point, like is tonight maybe the, the when the, the tide changes, do you think, for Mike Ashley? Well, at the end of the day, Mike Ashley is the owner. He's, got a, he's in charge of the club. He has to make sure it's looked after properly. Um, he's made changes in the past when Steve McLaren uh, he got the sack um, in 2016. Uh, Chris Hutton got the sack when they didn't feel the club was going in the right direction. He cannot sit there tonight and say that this is all going well. Um, he does like Steve Bruce. He gets on with him very well. Steve Bruce doesn't give him any grief in terms of transfer funds and building academies and things like that. So there is, he may have some credit in the bank. I just wonder if you know, if things don't go well in the next couple of games, do the do the pair come to an agreement and say it hasn't worked, Steve Bruce doesn't get sacked, Newcastle just decide to part company on mutual agreement uh, and possibly bring someone else in. I don't I don't know because we can't get to the, the people at the very top to ask them that question. And at the moment, even they don't know because they'll be scratching their heads and wondering what to do next because if they did get rid of Steve Bruce, they'd have to pay him a lot of money to go. So... Money isn't exactly uh, flowing around the club at the moment, so so that would be a big problem for them as well. But um, based on results, other managers will have walked uh, at this stage. And for Steve Bruce now, he has to try and just continue to cajole the team. But it's um, we're standing here tonight wondering where the next win's coming from. <laughs>